Hello, listeners. Welcome to my podcast show. This is your host, Isaiah Nenny, and this is the Game Time Gazette, where we're talking all sports, including Formula One, UFC, boxing, NBA, NFL, NHL, and more. Let's have some fun. Let's get ready. Alrighty, welcome back, guys. This is the Game Time Gazette. This is your host, Isaiah Nenny. I am joined today by my new co-host, Nye Simmons. Uh, you know, it's uh, hopefully be a regular thing. Uh, just going to get Nye to say a little bit about himself before we get into anything else. Yeah, I just want to say, firstly, appreciate you bringing me on and joining it. I watch a lot of podcasts regularly, so to be a part of one is uh, be pretty dope. Yeah, I watch NBA regularly, watch NFL. I dibble and dabble in MLB and the NHL. I hear so that stuff. College basketball as well, so just mm-hmm. being able to chop it up with you should be good. Yeah, and I hear that. Like, cause yeah, for me, like I'm I'm not even no MLB expert, no baseball, no hockey expert. I just yeah. watch a few games. It's cause most most more times it's cause I started betting on it, you know, and then I got Max, yeah. more into the games, <laughs> you know, but um yeah, like NFL, like you got a favorite team, NFL, NBA? Um, NFL, probably the Ravens. The Ravens, eh? I like Lamar a lot. And I, that. I think because they're so close, I do cheer for the Bills too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would say the Ravens for sure. NBA, uh, I probably Clippers. Clippers. Big Paul George fan, so. And I hate that guy Kawhi still, but you know, Kawhi, what he did to the city, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Raptors guy still, <laughs> especially now nah, that 2019 run was magical. Yeah, thinking we're gonna run it back, and then all that, but it's whatever. You know, we we're, we're growing again. We're growing yeah. again. You know, but um, yeah, no, that's nice to hear still. So like um, um, I'm just uh, you told me like you're a baller too. You went to JUCO. Yeah, tell me a little about your playing career. Uh, I've been playing for a while. Mm. Uh, I'm from Nova Scotia. And then I moved all the way west out mm. to Alberta for a couple of years, and I moved here. Uh, I went to prep school for a couple of years here in high school. Okay. Uh, senior year of high school, I was in America in uh, North Carolina at a prep Word. school there. And then last, yeah, last year I was in a JUCO. Uh, I would have been probably back there or another school if yeah. some weird stuff didn't happen within the school. But be like that, be like that. Uh, I mean, it all worked out. I'm happy to be back back home, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, still still hooping. Hopefully right. next year I'll be able to be on a team and, and whatnot. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, now we're here. That's still. And that's good to hear. Still got a, got a baller on the podcast. Still, now, yeah, you know? Sure, I'm, yeah. I'm a little of a baller, but I stopped in high school still. That's yeah, all, yeah, yeah. you know, I saw it in the past still. But, um, you know, let's get into some talks from the sports world today. Uh, you know... Since you know, let's talk about like the most like NFL, you know, the the combine, the draft, all of that starting mm-hmm. today. So, you know, I feel like that's the first thing we should stop on. Um, you know, the mock draft, uh, like you, you watch any uh college football this year? Uh, I like I watched a little bit like the the big games, yeah, like, especially when Colorado was jumping. I was watching, yeah, yeah, not for uh, sure, like all the all the bowl games near the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I watched not nah, so, that, so, uh, more times, yeah, it's because. And all these picks, there's so much players in the NFL drafts. I I can't even keep up with it, but like I've really been keeping up with like the Bears for sure. Like oh, yeah, uh, that, the Bears, that whole situation, yeah. You know, like that whole uh, uh, Justin Fields thing. You know, like uh, him unfollowing the Bears, and then yeah. like like the whole thing. Like I'm just 
I'm thinking he's he's gonna get traded. I seen like the whole betting odds. He's like minus 300 to go to the Falcons right now. Yeah, you know, and it's cause yeah, like Caleb Williams. It makes sense for the the Bears to do it though. I mean, yeah. it's a bold move, but it makes sense for it, you know, like for it to happen, cause it's like they got Patrick Mahomes in the whole division. Yeah, you know, so it's like I don't they need, know. They need something new. I I feel like, and based off what I seen from Caleb Williams, I think I think he can come in right away and make an impact for. Yeah, no, Any team he goes to, whatever team he goes to, I think he's kind of almost like a C.J. Stroud effect. Yeah, no, no, nah, nah, because they're saying he's like the Steph Curry of, of football, you know, like yeah. has all these different type of throws. But that's the thing about football. I really don't even understand it because if I'm going to be honest, like I started, like I'm not like new to football, yeah. but like football is such a like a, a sport where it's like if you've been watching it, like I've been watching it for like 10 years and mm -hmm. I still don't understand how like QBs could be like, so top to the top in college and like i guess that's in all sports too right where it's yeah, like honestly, yeah. in college like they're super neat but i mean in football it's more glaring like it happens so often where it's like bro the qb like baker mayfield uh, yeah. what's this guy's name on the jets um oh, zach wow. wilson zach wilson bro yeah, that yeah. zach wilson was supposed to be a guy like they were saying this guy's throwing 80 yard throws in the combine this and that Guy can't play a down in the NFL. I mean, like Yeah, with that, it, I think it comes down to, a lot of times, the situation, too. Mm. Like, if you get drafted to a poorly ran organization, it probably can be hard for you. Or if you got a coach that don't believe in you as mm -hmm. much, I feel like some guys get unlucky. Some guys just yeah, stop lucky. working and they don't have that same fire. Nah, that's fizzle out. Yeah, that's true. That's true still. Not even looking at it, yeah, because, like, just the whole thing, you even see in the um, – What's it? CJ Stroud, the yeah. CJ Stroud thing, right? Like the whole that the perfect pairing with him and Domingo Ryan, like mm -hmm. you know the whole perfect coach. That's true. Like it's always politics and sports. Right? That's actually yeah. like the but one even, thing. Even uh, the guy in the the Panthers quarterback, Bryce yeah. Young. Bryce Young, yeah. I think nah. he I think he could be good. He just don't have. Yeah. I don't think he has. He the had no weapons structure. around him, and yeah. I mean the, the, the whole organization may not be the best. Yeah, so, but Holy. I think he's nice though. So yeah, that that first year was rough for him, but I think. If you can get in the right situation and get some weapons, I think he could. Uh, I think he could make some noise too. Yeah, nah, for sure. I mean, like, yo, you were hearing the whole thing that uh, about like what the owner was doing. Uh, I, I, David Tupper, that's his name, David Tupper. So like throughout the year, um, Frank Reich was the coach, right? Mm -hmm. And like throughout the year, every game he'd get Frank Reich like on a Monday. So they have a game on Sunday. On Monday, Frank Reich is breaking down the game, all the film, yeah. all this to the owner, and it's like, yeah, that's dysfunctional. Like, <laughs> right, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Like, why is the, like he's so involved? Like it's good to have a, a owner that cares, you know? Because obviously it's better for the sport, this and that, better exactly. for the organization. But that guy cared so much that like. It ruined, I feel like it ruined the whole relationship. Like you said, yeah, like the whole dysfunctionality of it all. Yeah. But like even Caleb Williams now going to the Bears, like they trading away a Justin Fields, a guy that like, to be honest, in my opinion, they didn't really give him a chance to, yeah. right? Like, you know, like he never really had an O-line, never really had receivers. I mean, he got a receiver this year, right? But Yeah, this past year. Was... You know, this past year. And it was all right. It was much better than it was last or two years ago, you know, and like the defense got a little better as well throughout yeah, the year. Say, they finished they didn't finish the season too bad yeah, for, nah. for me to but I mean they got Caleb Williams covered this so yeah I guess they probably you know? like the way we finished the season if we have a better quarterback maybe we could have that from the jump next year so that's the way to look at it too because yeah. like yeah like I mean if you're not taking chances in sports like what are you really doing to be honest like you know and like we look at like number two the commanders like those guys same thing I mean 
Same type of situation, because yeah. Sam Howell, that guy, had no O-line. Like, the <laughs> worst O-line in football. Uh, 32 in sacks. Like, he took the most sacks, I think, in, like, up until week 12. He was taking, like, 30 sacks or something. Like, it was a lot, right? So, it's, like, even, like, him moving on, like, seeing that Jaden Daniels is number two prospect or, mm -hmm. like, projected right now to go. And Jaden Daniels obviously had a great career in LSU. Yeah. Obviously, that whole thing, like, um, you know, where he transferred to LSU this year, had a great year, won the Heisman. Um had all like better numbers than Joe Burrows last year type thing, but like Sam Howell, did, I, I, like again, feel like they, he didn't get a chance there, you know. Like it's that's the NFL, I guess. You know, that's the NFL. Yeah. You know, last team I wanted to look at, I guess, in the NFL draft um, was Drake May and the, or I guess, the New England Patriots, because they're obviously gonna take a. You've been you've been uh, keeping around with their situation too, like they. They're obviously gonna take a quarterback, right? So oh it's yeah, like, with Mac Jones. You know, Mac that, Jones yeah, yeah. is yeah, that whole thing last year. How like to be honest, because the Patriots is one team that I look at. Like it's like the Raptors a few years ago in 2019 yeah. or 2021 or whatever. When whenever we drafted Scotty, we had a good team. It was just we needed one we more needed guy. One, yeah, one more you know piece, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because the Patriots have a great defense. You know, and like they could go out. You could buy receivers. They have yeah. the cap space to do that. Get a good. So they're banking on this. You know, QB. Uh, I mean, yeah. the only thing for now, they don't have Belichick no more, right? Yeah, that's true. That's so. true. Gerard Mayo's the new head coach. Yeah. That even that whole thing with Belichick, but that was chopped. Like, that, <laughs> bro, I thought he was going to get a job. Like, yeah, that's, that was weird. I was like, what, what team was it? The, I think it was Falcons. The, the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the, the they interviewed really him wanted. twice. Yeah. Interviewed him twice, and that's what I was shocked at. Because when they brought mm. him into the second, the second time, I thought it was like, oh, it's a done deal. Like he's sure, gonna be yeah. an Atlanta Falcon. But like, I guess that's life still. You know, man, just move on. And like, yeah, it's it's that's actually life. That's actually life. Somebody that's not moving on in life is LeBron James. Ah, you know, that's I wanted to. Yeah, nah, that, <laughs> that game yesterday. I'm not even a LeBron fan. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Like, you a LeBron fan? Ah, yeah, yeah. You a LeBron a, fan? We're gonna LeBron have a we, we could have a discussion on the goat <laughs> later still. But you know, because I I promise you, like, I'm the biggest like. If LeBron does something good, I'll give like two counteractives. All right, like yeah, yo, LeBron's yeah, yeah. not. But fam, him playing, he's what 40, 40 this year, not yeah, 39, bro. whatever he is. Like, and he's at a high level. Like last night was bonkers i was watching that game yeah. my homie had money on the game and he had money on the clippers, the clippers bro first half man sitting pretty clippers are hitting all their shots this and that second half vintage brown comes vintage. back i'm like what that's yeah. brown i was watching the game i think I, the clippers were up 21 i think yeah in the fourth and i'm mm -hmm. like all right, i'm about to go to sleep this game is done yeah i'll, I'll look at the box score <laughs> tomorrow morning and then seeing brown come down hit one three Come down again, another three and another, really? and I'm like, oh! Before he knew it, it was like tie games. Man, it's it's just crazy. What you been see. thinking about, like, because this whole year, right? Obviously, the Lakers haven't. They're 32 and 28, but obviously, it's not where they want to be. Because looking at the uh, looking at the standings, right, in the West, and how it's so tight knit, and they're what ninth in the West. How you been thinking, like, what's your outlook on? Are you a Lakers fan? Really? Because nah, you're nah, a Brown fan? Definitely nah. not. I like the Brown, but <laughs> that Lakers side. Yeah. I got uncles and cousins who like the Lakers, so I'm I'm for sure anti Lakers. Anti Lakers. But, uh, but what you think? Because he's been like basically carrying the team. Like I guess yeah. AD's been having like he he has good games, but his inconsistency to me is crazy, bro. He'd have a 30 point game and then have three 15 point games, you know, and it's like. It's not the same type of impact still. So, but like, I what think, do you even think about? Yeah, honestly, this, this last stretch is probably huge for them because mm -hmm. I feel like if they can make the playoffs, like win the play-in, make the playoffs, mm -hmm. and get a spot, 
I don't know if one of the, those top younger teams would want to see the Lakers, mm. especially OKC with their mm. OKC's lack of size. I don't think they would want to see the Lakers, but mm. I also don't know. I can see the Lakers not making it either. Brother. So it's like, I think I, I mean they're pretty. They'll probably be pretty safe in the play-in, so they'll at least be able to make the play-in. But I think it's just hard to bet against LeBron James. That's true. That's Anthony true. Anthony Davis, he's been a proven playoff performer too. True. Darvin Ham though. Yeah, now that's the that's the question I was leading to because I'm like, is is that the coach that like the, the Lakers only, are gonna take into the playoffs? Only defense Ham has is he got LeBron James, which is mm. basically a second coach. But if they didn't have LeBron, if Darvin Ham was the head coach, no no shot for the yeah, Lakers. I, I think he loses his job by now, bro. The way all I, the I thought he was gonna get you know what I'm saying, all the fire that he's been under, and mm. that's like a testament to be honest about how much LeBron trusts him. So I guess we'll see how it goes. Cause yeah, yeah. like you said. Like, that's the one thing in my head, too. Like, when it gets to playoff time, experience is, like, the number one thing, right? And, like, looking at, like, a man like, yeah, LeBron James, the Lakers, AD, it could click. Because OKC, the Timberwolves, yeah. young teams, especially, like, a teams. cat. I don't trust cat in the playoffs. I, I don't, like, I trust I don't at, You know what I'm saying? I don't believe yeah. in cat in the playoffs. Like, at, he's going to give me 30, going to give me five assists, eight rebounds. I know he's going to give me the numbers. But cat, I don't know what he's going to bring to the table. Rudy Gobert, I, that guy's not even an offensive. exploited. You know what I'm you saying? You what happens with him in the playoffs before. You know, and even though Shea's an MVP candidate, like... Everybody else on that team's younger than 24 years old. And I feel like, yeah, that's why you give Shea the MVP, but I don't even think they make it out the first round. Like, even if they risk, you know, the Warriors. I mean, if they get like, a, yeah, the Warriors and the Lakers right now, Warriors, Lakers, Kings are probably the teams they're going to verse. Or Mavericks, I guess, if they drop a little lower to third. Yeah. But, you know, in that top three, you're going to verse one of those top bottom three. I don't and know yeah, if they're going to make know. it out. And I like I, Shea is one of my favorites. Really? I like that whole OKC team. It just, yeah. Once playoff comes, it's, it's about size, defense, experience. That's yes, Bob. You know, being there, knowing that you did it. You know, that's yeah. that's true. That's true. You know, and the uh, the team that lost yesterday, I want to talk about the Clippers a little bit. Uh, you know, even though I don't like these guys, playing pretty well. You know, playing good basketball. Yeah. Like when they first traded for James Harden, that whole thing about like they were what was it like? One and one and I know, like, they, I know they lost six straight, for yeah, sure. like six straight to start, and yeah. they were like one and eight or something, one and nine for those mm-hmm. first 10 games. And yeah, it looked like it was gonna be bad, it was a bad matchup. Harden was toxic, the you yeah. know, all this and that. And yeah, I mean, Ty Lu's going for coach of the year, Kawhi's yeah. going for his another chip this year. They're looking good. What do you think about the Clippers? Your team, eh? Yeah, I like, Even I like, how lost. They, <laughs> I know, like, previous years has been the, the whole talk around. Oh, Mm. Kawhi, Paul George, they're going to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Do they take the regular season series? I think just from watching a lot of their games this year, you can kind of see a difference in like the amount of games for sure that mm-hmm. Paul George, Kawhi has been playing. Uh, and then like the coaching job Tyler's doing with the rotation, figuring out that rotation and mm-hmm. putting guys in positions, uh, letting Harden rock pretty much, and PG and Kawhi have been doing their thing. Russ gives great energy off the bench. Mm-hmm. Terrence Mann has been good. Powell, he's a walking bucket, super consistent. So I, I think uh, I like their I like their chances this year for sure. Yeah, now f- sitting in fourth in the West right now, and that's not bad with 
you know how close the West is right now. You See, know, if they and, went two in a row, they can bump right back up. So yeah, and like, with how they started, you know, with the whole James Harden thing, yeah. one and nine, that bad start. But yeah, and I like, yeah, got great pieces on the bench. Norman Powell, always, you know, love for that guy. Always because yeah, yeah, yeah. Raptors, they didn't do him Raptors, dirty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, he, he he's always talking about he wanted to stay this and that. So always have love for that guy yeah, still. You know, sure. if I'm rooting for anybody on that team, it's Norman Powell. Uh, you know, quick look to the Eastern Conference real quick. Um, I guess a few of the games that happened yesterday um, were the Mavericks against the Raptors, kind of a blowout there. The ca- the Cavs, that that um, Max Struess game oh, winner yeah, two yeah, games yeah. ago against the uh, against the Mavericks, trying to move up against bro. The Celtics are just leading them. Oh yeah, the Celtics like, is, and it's quietly dominating too. Like I don't even book it like where it's like, yeah. like do you think the Celtics are gonna go on and you know win do something this year? Cause like. I don't know. I don't trust them, man. I think, as far as the East, I think they they'll run through the they'll East easy. It. I think they can go against one of those teams out West. I think. I don't know. I still don't. I think the West has a few teams that can. Yeah, no, the them West has a lot of teams. I run for their money, but yeah. out East, I, I think they just have too much from top too to much, bottom. Yeah. Like they got Holiday. White, Brown, Tatum, Przingis, mm. Pritchard didn't get off the bench this year. Hauser's been letting it go off the bench this year. So they got Missoula, good coach. Yeah, they definitely got the best, you know, starting five in the league. Like when you look at it as, you know, in totality of mm-hmm. it all, they definitely got the best starting five in the league. Um, you know, and just looking at, I mean, the Sixers don't got. Joel Embiid, I talked yeah, about it a few episodes ago, bro. They look so trash without Embiid. Like, because Maxi's not, I don't know, Maxi's like, he's like, you know how there's some players that are like uh, just born closers, right? Like, mm-hmm. they walk into it when they're given that role. But like, for yeah. me, when I look at him, he's not like, he, he's always so passive at the yeah. end of the I games. Think, I think Embiid going down was definitely an adjustment for him because now he's, you know, now he's the number one. Yeah. The, he's, he went from the second option to, number one and just a matter of days so i know he's definitely probably seeing more defensive coverage than he did previously mm-hmm. so i i kind of contribute that lack of aggression to mm-hmm. he's, he's the main guy now so he he can't just get the second best defender and be like hey yeah no, that's true guys all the energy goes in me he pops his three so he but yeah i don't think until mb comes back i don't really think philly's gonna be much of a and it's scary, scary for them too team. because like Embiid got the surgery and you don't even know when he's coming back in the playoffs so they and get it's back. like even if he does come back you is he gonna be 35 and you know what what 11 like he was earlier yeah like that whole MVP run that he was on and then it's like yeah, yeah that whole adjustment coming back and always coming back into playoffs it always hurts the team in a way because it's like that the switch again right because yeah, you know from Maxi to Embiid again and that whole thing <clears throat> Uh, wanted to talk about the Bucks real quick because you were talking about just you know competitors against yeah, yeah. the Celtics. You know, looking at the Bucks, and I said it a few a few episodes ago too with the whole Doc Rivers thing. You know, like I didn't understand why they they fired Adrian Griffin. Like I liked Adrian Griffin. Like you know, because sometimes like the media says some or like the team isn't where they think they were supposed to be, but they were still really good. Yeah. You know, but they don't, and you know I feel like they just made like a a, a quick decision. To like, yeah. you know, thinking they would fix it, but it, I felt like it made the team worse because Adrian Griffin, he gave that team like a new identity. Like he, he did have a lot of offensive scheme mm-hmm. and not a lot of defensive scheme. Yeah. But like, you know, like felt I like think, they had to let it run, you know? 
I think a lot of it is personnel though too. Like mm. they're everybody's talking about their defense when like they only can God really Dame. do so much. Dame has never been <laughs> a good defender. Yeah. Malik Beasley is he's just he's not he's just he's a three point shooter. Yeah. Like he's not and then Middleton's been in and out the lineup. True. So it's like I think they had campaign before he got traded. So there's, there's no perimeter defense to even you know, you know, to start with. Now, that's true. You know, he's he was doing the best with what he had. And yeah. I felt like, yeah, I don't even know. Like, it felt, to me, it felt like there had to be something else, too. You yeah. know, because it can't just be just basketball. Because if it was just basketball, they weren't that far away from the, the Celtics yeah, at that like, point. Second you know, seed. That's, second that's seed. how he ended up getting yeah. the to be the coach for the All-Star. Yeah, yeah, because he was, was so high up in the, in the so standings. Well. Yeah, so bro, like, only 12 losses, 31 wins at that point. Like, yeah. they were doing really well. So it's like, I felt like, yeah, you know, it was something about maybe just Giannis didn't like him. Like, yeah. and that whole thing about Giannis getting, you know, that LeBron treatment. Man's talk about, like, yeah. the whole around the league, these superstars get this LeBron treatment that they all feel like they should have, but not everybody should have it. Even when they're, like, the best superstars, like Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah, nah. you know, doing, like, bro, they gave it to Joel Embiid and they traded away uh, Jimmy Butler and kept Tobias Harris. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, like, stuff bad, like that is, you know, yeah. like, you got, as a, as a general manager, as an owner, you got to make decisions, like, best for your team not as old kid the player doesn't like the or even Damian Lillard didn't like you know Adrian Griffin maybe you yeah. know like I think yeah it probably a lot of it probably came down to Doc's reputation for sure that too yeah, yeah Adrian Griffin being the first year coach so easy to let him go right yeah uh you, really... you keep up a racing though nah I don't, nah I don't really not at all I mean I could I could probably I, I probably tune in and you know figure some stuff out but yeah not yeah not nah, Definitely, last year was definitely a year that, like, I mean, you probably didn't even, I didn't even have any type of inkling to tune in because, bro, yeah. one player's winning the whole. Max Verstappen, you heard of this guy? Max yeah. Verstappen, he's he's a racer for Red Bull. I mean, like, he's, he's he dominated last year. He won yeah. nine, the team itself won 95% of all the races. So. Like, how, many, Red, how many races is there? There's 24 races, and they won, like, 23. Damn. They only lost one race. Yeah. Only lost one race. <laughs> and in that race, they even came in second. This is Max Verstappen still. The young guy, you know, but yeah. I mean, the whole the the whole thing about like F1, because I only got into it, like you see the Drive to Survive on mm, Netflix. Yeah. And I started watching that back in like COVID, like, because they yeah, started yeah. that whole series back in like, I, I believe like early 2010 to like get people more on the sport yeah. but that it wasn't even popular like that it, it started building up a little bit more popularity i guess towards covid mm -hmm. when it got closer because i guess mercedes uh, and lewis hamilton were like yeah, the I top I heard a lot of lewis, lewis hamilton for yeah sure. and he was the top where they won like seven eight straight like uh, he won seven straight titles on his own and like mercedes won eight like so okay so there's a constructors title yeah. and that's like the team and there's 10 teams right uh and for a driver's title there's 20 drivers and then that's like so there's two yeah. titles to go around every year that's basically what they fight for yeah. you know even though they have individual races those individual races are i guess yeah you know fighting for that title that's the like that's the championship and yeah like mercedes dominated yeah. like doing it the way the red bull's doing but red bull last year was like in all sports, to be honest, because like I keep up with it, and it's like, and I've never seen it in my life where every single race this brother won the race, bro. And in the one race they didn't win, it's because it was like it, they, they didn't win in um, no, they won in Monaco. The one race they didn't win, it was I, I feel like it was just engine failure, like something to do with like yeah, he couldn't yeah. finish, you know, yeah, something like out of his control, out of his control, bro. Yeah. And it's like you know, looking at it, it's like you know, this sport 
it, it could be much bigger in like uh more than europe because it's big in europe because it's yeah. like a billionaire sport it's more about like the um you know the behind the scenes like how they make the car yeah. like some guys just like knowing like uh you know seeing fast cars run you know mm-hmm. like seeing you know like state-of-the-art works like those are million dollar cars and some guys just like seeing that they don't even like the whole racing aspect of it all but like the racing aspect of it all sucks because bro like some like it it happened where red bull would just have like somebody would just be smarter to like do one thing out of the box like we've been talking about like just doing something different Different, right and like they did yeah and set themselves apart like okay taking a risk taking a chance and Mm -hmm. the risk like like their reward because it's like you know there's only um like every four years or something you get a regulation change and that's when they like you have to strip the car like make it brand new and like make a new concept right Mm -hmm. so that's when everyone starts at zero and that happened three years ago where everyone started at zero because they wanted to restart mercedes dominance and all that Mm -hmm. because in this sport you have to do that because like they like this is it's a common thing 10 years you know this year winning that's like 10 years yeah like it's just because they they, that car like the concept because they started on day one and they already had the advantage even if that other team starts coming up a little bit closer a little bit closer that day one advantage is so big because they're already all right they're already on day two day three and they're always going to continue building but yeah, now like uh we start uh i mean they start racing this week mm-hmm. um yeah, i i say watch a race this week because yeah, this i'm about to tune in you know two in because this year this year what i was gonna say today um free practice two uh so th- they have like three free practices mm-hmm. qualifying and then the race so yeah. there's like five events on a race weekend right so free practice two happened today or uh, free practice one and two they both happened on the same day yeah. and um mercedes and red bull or mercedes and ferrari are looking much faster so it's like there's gonna be some competitiveness still yeah, so yeah, this yeah. year yeah, and i say tune in still yeah, tune I in t- i gotta tune into that you know expand expand my horizon <laughs> yeah nice and uh yeah i guess you know um i don't i don't know what else to really talk about we got we got a lot of games going on today though um I guess that we're going to come back and talk about tomorrow. Uh, got yeah. a few good ones. I get, uh, you know, Rookie of the Year, Ray Thunder and Spurs, Chet and uh, Wemby. Yeah. Wemby's, that guy's different. I mean, uh, talk about that guy. We could have a whole pot about that, oh, just yeah, talking yeah. about that guy. That guy is crazy. You know? This is, this is the worst he's probably going to be. I'm telling you, <laughs> because everybody around him, right? It's only yeah. Vassell and um, I forget who, um, that other guy, the Vassell. Kelvin? Uh, Kelvin Johnson. Yeah, Kelvin yeah, Johnson. Yeah, yeah. It's only them two. It's only them two that are like that I would keep if I'm like rebuilding the Spurs. And they got like three draft picks this yeah, year yeah, yeah. in the top ten. They got the Raptors pick in the top six if we get it there. Uh, so you know they they definitely yeah this is the worst he's gonna be. It's crazy stuff. Yes. That wouldn't be dominant. He's had a, a five by five the other day. Brother, he's averaging he's like almost averaging a five by five. Yeah. Like what twenty points, ten rebounds, ten uh, uh no not ten. Five, five, five blocks or five, yeah. five assists, something like, or five, five assists, a few blocks, a few steals, and I, he's, he feels the board, bro. As a basketball player, guys complete, but yeah, now it could be some good games to talk about tomorrow. Um, sure. As we get off, um, you know, anything to sign off? You got anything to say? Uh, I mean, great first episode. Build on it. Be back for tomorrow. Got more in store for y'all, and uh, yeah. Yeah, now nah, you said it best. You said it best. And uh, it's been your host. This has been the Game Time Gazette. Uh, leave a review if you've listened to this point on. I mean, you got to the end. So let us know what you think about the whole episode. And let us know what you think about what we talked about today. And uh, yeah, have a great day.
Um, as always, stay blessed. Uh, see you later.